Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Group on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSports.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 474. I'm your host, Christopher Jones. We're going to talk some football tonight. Ah, Canadian football. Love it. Got to love Canadian football. We're going to talk some American football, but not that boring NFL shit. Kind of the same thing as uh, last week with the XFL. Uh, we got to talk about a whole pile of stupid things. Uh, that's not stupid. I like the thing with the XFL, but we're going to talk about some other dumbass shit that's happening. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I really don't have too much of a rant. To, I can't believe the global stupidity of CFL football fans. Okay? It, it, really, I mean, I don't understand how I can put it any other way is the absolute ignorance and uh, stupidity, idiocy, uh, ig- ignorance, um, what the moronic behavior. I don't know how else to phrase it, but people who are losing their shit over the concept of talks between the XFL and the CFL and the fact that, oh my God, the game is over, the change, I'm, I'm going to hand in my fucking season tickets. I, what the fuck are you doing, you stupid people? Calm the fuck down and let's find out what happens. You can lose your shit if you don't like what happens, but nothing's happened. They haven't even started talking yet, and you're having a shit fit. I mean, like, oh, my God. I, 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 I Seriously, I don't understand. I don't understand why anybody could vocalize any opposition to something that may make the CFL better. It may make the CFL worse, but we don't know that, okay? But if it may make it better, because right now it's tanking. We're going to lose this league it's going somewhere that it's not supposed to be, okay? And we need to change it. And I'm not saying that it's, there's a lot of people who say, oh, the league might not make it through this year or, 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 you know, if we don't have a season, it's dead. I don't believe that. But I don't see a, a long-term future for the CFL the way it's going. The direction that this league is going right now, 10 years from now, it's done. There, there won't be a league, okay? I'm, I'm calling it that way. Uh, they have to do something, something. They have to change something, uh, either the way the, the league is, the ownership is run, um, the marketing, the budgeting, uh, I, I, who knows? Something has to change, and we're not seeing it. We're not even seeing a hint that they want to do that. Now they come out with this thing talking with the XFL, and I'm two thumbs up here, buddy. This is awesome. Who, who doesn't like The Rock, okay? We need... We need some big, huge media figure that is going to promote our league in America. Let's just face facts. America needs to watch the CFL for the CFL to succeed. I don't care how many green people there are in Saskatchewan. It's not enough. Okay? It's not enough. And you believe that you are the most well-represented team in the league. There's not enough of you. Okay? 
So there's certainly not enough people in Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, Toronto, Hamilton, Ottawa, Montreal, Winnipeg. I think I got them all. That was pretty good. Uh, anyhow, I'm, yeah, it's just like, seriously, we got to do something. We need fans. We need fans that will watch this. So we've got a bunch of things that are in the, in store for coming down the pipe. We've got a private member's bill that is to legalize single-game betting. That could be a game-changer for the CFL. The XFL could be a game-changer for the XFL or for the CFL. And I think the federal government needs to do something here. And they're not going to do anything unless we do it, make a proper request, which, never mind, I'm not even going to go into Ambrosi's incompetence. Um, okay, so uh, I'm going to open up the mics here, and we're going to talk to uh, Charles and Will tonight. So, Charles, go ahead. How you doing? Welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Got my, got my glass my of water. Work, but we, I think I got it fixed. Yeah, I, I was digging out in the dirt today. I do that every day. That's kind of what I do. And it, it like I had the window open and the door open and, and, and my hoodie off. So it was it's quite nice. It's almost springtime here. It was so, a nice day today. It was only like fifty it was like fifteen or sixteen degrees down here. It was really nice today. Well, it got up to ten here, but it was minus nine when I got up, so uh, yeah. it it did a quick turnaround there, so I'm pretty happy with that. Oh, that's good. Yep. Everything's frozen solid yeah. in the morning and then by by noon it's nothing but mud. So oh, yeah. We have three seasons up here. I know you have four seasons down where you are. I lived out down there for yeah. most of my life. So there's four seasons. It, it, up here, we only have three seasons. Do you know what they are? Mesquite, hot, mosquitoes, and cold? I don't no, know. no, 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 no. That's Winnipeg. Oh, okay. No, we got fucking hot, fucking cold, and mud. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. We got mud in... in, yeah. in in, in the spring and we got mud in the fall. So mm-hmm. until it freezes. And then when yeah. it thaws. So everything's thawing right now and so everything is muddy. William, welcome to the show, bud. How are you doing? Uh, I I'm good, but I thought you said you didn't have a you didn't have a rant. You did a pretty good job. <laughs> of ranting. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, it, was it, than, it, it was shorter than okay. normal, but you know, okay, I, I don't. I, I, I didn't have a rant, but it got. It, I got emotional there. Okay. I, I don't understand, and I don't like to go backwards, but I will for a second. I don't understand why the oldest football league in the world, okay, the CFL, yeah. hasn't hasn't thrived and been very prosperous over the years. And I'm I'm wondering what happened. Okay. The market's too small. Uh, Mismanagement. You know, yeah, the market's no, the market too, too small. small. I would agree. I would agree. They've had some stupid rules during that time as well. Um they they their lack of marketing has a lot to do with it in my opinion. Okay? Yeah. I mean you know people People think the NFL is great, and you know why they think the NFL is great? Because the because NFL in your told, face. The, the NFL has told them that repeatedly 
continuously for years and years and years and years, and people keep on believing it. When in reality, it's not. But that's called marketing, right? So I, I think well, yeah, it, I mean, everything. What is it? What is it? Uh, oh. The best marketing out there is telling somebody how to go to hell and have them enjoy uh, looking forward to the trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's telling you that that the best quarterback in the NFL right now is worth $50 million a season. Really? Really? I don't think he is. But, hey, it's what the market will bear. And yeah. it definitely has to be, definitely has to do something to change the, uh, the CFL. And I think the XFL thing would be a great, would be great as long as they do it right. So, but there you go. I I just I get so frustrated with people saying, "Oh, no change, don't change anything, keep everything exactly the way it was." Well, it doesn't work like that. Uh, well, the way it is isn't isn't working. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. So, anyway. But they just, I don't know. People, people are just stubborn and people don't like change, but change is necessary sometimes. Nothing stays the same forever. Well, some things do, but not everything. So, very rare. I know. I'm still as pretty as I was when I was 20, okay? so. Oh, my God. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> Did your mother have to tie a pork chop around your neck to have your dog play with you? No, I didn't have dogs. I had cats. So I guess you could say my mother had to tie a pork chop around my neck so the pussies would play with me. <laughs> the pussies would play with you, yeah. I was just looking at something today. Every, every, every adult male that I know that is single with a dog or with a cat is gay. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Kind of weird. Well, hey. I guess it is. Okay. Anyhow, um, what are we going to talk about here? We're going to talk about football. All right. anything, yeah. anything you want to talk about, or are we just going to go right into the games here? Let's go into the games, okay? Let's go into the games. Let's do the games. Okay, so last week we only had three games. Week 10 had three games. We had the Toronto Argonauts, which was a minus five handicap going into BC. And uh, they were even up. And uh, the game, uh, so only the only handicap here was with BC at minus five. Or sorry, with Toronto, and uh, the final score was twenty to twenty-two. Oh, oh! BC uses the handicap for the victory. Yeah, go Lions! Love it. I have to leave for about five minutes. I have to work call. I have to call back quickly. Okay, Charles, have a good day. We'll we'll get you. I'll be right back. Scores. Well, you got to do your scores, man. You got to do I'll this do like right now. I'll do the scores first. I'll do the scores first, then I'll, I'll leave for a couple minutes. That, that's perfectly fine. Thank starting. you. I, I appreciate yeah. that. That makes okay. it easier. It does. Yeah. 
So otherwise, I just have to stop right now and go do something else and come back to it later. No, okay, we're going to continue. So BC won because of the handicap. I think that's the first first game this year that that's actually happened. I don't remember so another first, game. That isn't that actually, the first game BC has won? <laughs> no, it's not the first game BC's won. I think it's the first game this year that we've had where the handicap actually made a difference. I could be wrong. And Sparky could go back and look through everything, but I have no idea why he would do that. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> Sparky needs a life. Sparky needs a life, yeah, I think so. Uh, Mark picked Toronto, so he got the goose egg. Everybody else picked the, the Lions, so we got two points straight across the board there. Uh, we had Ottawa, which was a minus five, going into Calgary, which was even up. Uh, Ottawa defeats the Stampeders 61 they came up with boxcars, 66. They lost five points, 61 to 36. Calgary goes down to defeat to the Ottawa Red Blacks. Charles, you took Ottawa. Will, Mark, and CJ took Calgary. Oh, my God. Charles takes two points. Uh, Hamilton. Wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me that Ottawa scored 66 points with Matt Nickel? <laughs> I played That's the hunch, and my hunch was right. That's pretty funny. I know, Will. Okay. So, Hamilton was a minus 10. Okay? They were uh, the visitor and the low-ranking team, and they rolled 13. So, take away 10 points. They ended up with three points. That They got a field goal against Saskatchewan, who scored 35 points. So, Saskatchewan wins, and there's no fucking way in hell that CJ's ever picking Saskatchewan. So, Charles did, you pussy, and ended up with six points for the week. He picked all three games correct. Will, you only got the BC Lions for two. Mark got goose eggs straight across the board. And CJ picked up two points for BC. So that was not a good week for anybody except Charles. And he kind of pulled away from CJ again. CJ had caught up to him last week, and now it's not so good. So the standings, podcaster standings, the panelist standings, are Will in first place with 44, Mark in second with 38, Charles is closing in on Mark with 34, and CJ is at 30 points. I don't mind 30 points. That's not so bad. Okay. So that's where we sit there. Now the divisional standings are, in the West we have Saskatchewan at 7-3, and three, Ottawa at 4-4, four and four, Calgary at 4-5, and five, Edmonton at three and five, and BC at three and six. In the East, we have a seven and two Montreal Alouette team. We have a Ottawa Red Blacks at five and four, and Hamilton at four and four, and Toronto at two and six. So here's something that I want you guys to think about, okay? The two of the top three teams in the league right now our Eastern Division. And how many losing teams are in the West? Four? Uh, below 500? Yeah. Below 500, there are three. Calgary, Edmonton, and BC. Winnipeg is, is 500 football at four and four. Oh, okay. That's never happened, Bill. <laughs> There's only one team below 500 in the East, and that's Toronto. Right. That's never happened either. <laughs> That's never happened before either. 
In fact, right now, I think there'd be a crossover from the east to the west. No, there wouldn't be. Just, there, there wouldn't That's be. That's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. That would mean Toronto would have to be above 500. And they're at two and six. That's not couldn't couldn't happen. It couldn't happen. Okay, so that's kind of maybe we'll merge with maybe we'll merge with the XFL and then none of the Eastern teams will ever make the playoffs. Uh, Charles, don't say shit like that. Okay, hate mail Eastern Division hate mail to Charles. Okay, he said that. Okay, so we're gonna put. Yeah, we're going to put this in the garbage, not in the garbage, into the bin. Okay, so, uh, oh, no, I'm not. i got to take the scores this week. I put them away already. This is what we need right now. Okay, so, no, where'd my thing go? Shit. I built a new sheet. It's so, so nice and fancy. I, I don't know what's going on in my life. There we go. I'm happy now. Sorry, everybody. So now this week we have uh, Montreal Alouettes visiting Edmonton. Edmonton is lower-ranked team, so they both are handicapped five points. Charles, how say you? Oh, boy. Before you go on, I... Mark is not here tonight, and he has given us his score, his picks. So I'm going to announce them first, so you have an, a slight advantage. Mark is picking Edmonton. Uh, it's okay because I was actually going to pick Edmonton as well. Okay, so you're taking Edmonton. Yes. And William. Who are they playing? Montreal and Edmonton. Points are even. Oh, Montreal, Montreal, Montreal. Okay. Mark has taken Edmonton, and I'm going to take Montreal. Okay, two and two. Now we, two and two, yeah. Uh, now we have the second game, which is the Winnipeg Blue Bombers into Hamilton. Uh, Winnipeg is the visiting team, so they're a minus five handicap. They have a five-point handicap. And Winnipeg and Hamilton are even up in the standing, so there is no second handicap. Uh so it's only five points against Winnipeg. Mark has taken Winnipeg. Charles. Uh, well, I'm going to differ from Mark this time, and uh, I'm going to pick Hamilton. William. I am going to take Hamilton, too. And so is CJ. I'm taking Hamilton. Did you hear that, Sparky? Hamilton. Okay. Just because. Calgary. Calgary. The third game is the Calgary Stampeders. They're visiting the ferocious BC Lions. Uh, Calgary's the visitors. BC's the lower-ranked team. They both have a five-point handicap. Charles. Points are even up. Good mark, Nick. Well, I mean... Oh, sorry. Mark took BC. Well, how could I possibly take uh, Calgary, who just got slaughtered by Ottawa? Exactly. 61 points. I'm taking yeah. BC. Okay. And William? Um, yeah, I'm going to take Calgary. 
Okay, Mark took BC and CJ takes BC, the British Columbia Lions. Sparky, I hope you got that. Uh, and the fourth game has the Ottawa Red Blacks coming off a ferocious victory in Calgary. It's on the road again, or still, into the Argo Nest. Ottawa is minus five for the visitors. Toronto is a lower-ranked team at minus five. Five-point handicap for both teams. Charles, how say you? Hmm. Ottawa law just slaughtered Calgary. Yes, I know. Yeah, who did Mark pick? Oh, sorry, Mark picked the Argonauts. You know what? I'm going to differ again. Uh, I'm going to go with the hot hand and take Ottawa, try and ride that wave. And William. Ottawa. Ottawa. And I think CJ is going with the Red Blacks. Okay, so that's where that is. Okay, Ottawa, I'm taking the Ottawa Red Blacks. So here's so how either, we... Either, I was going to say, either I will be eight points Eight more points ahead of Mark, or we'll be tied by the end of the week. Or you, you could split the games, too, so you could end up true. either way. That's true. But you did not pick the same, want any one game the same as Mark? No, I did not. On purpose. Okay. So um, here's how they, they fell out. Charles, you got uh, Edmonton, Hamilton, BC, and Ottawa. William took... Montreal, Hamilton, Calgary, and Ottawa. Mark took Edmonton, Winnipeg, BC, and Toronto. And CJ has Montreal, Hamilton, BC, and Ottawa. And I did say all of that in English. Am I correct? Yep. Okay. So Sparky Sounds should be aware right. of that. Yep. Okay. So the United Wait. Football Players Association said the CFL is on the verge of canceling the 2021 and the 2022 seasons, setting off a minor panic. Okay, I have two things to say on this one. Who the fuck are the United Football Players Association? And what moron took this seriously? I'm going to, okay, first, I'm going to quickly, I'm going to duck out for about two or three minutes. I'll be right back. But I won't yeah. want to comment on this when I get back. So I'm you going want to comment on this, okay? A couple minutes. Yeah. Sure, I, go I, ahead. I will be back could, shortly. Yeah. I think we could drag this for a while. Okay, good. Yeah. I'll be back in just a couple minutes. William, did you do any research on this United Football Players Association? Who the fuck are no. they? Okay, and is this so. real? Well, but the headline says. CFLPA President Solomon Aluminium United Football Players Association statement created unnecessary distraction. Correct. Um, you want to clear up any confusion? I didn't read this article. I did. Um, oh, did you? Um, I did. Here's, here's Solly's statement. I'll read it for you, okay? There is an organization yeah. called the United Football Players Association purporting to have knowledge of the CFL, our bargaining, and the status of the 2021-2022 seasons. They do not. The only credible information should come from your players' rep or the CFLPA office directly. 
Today's statement by the UFPA has created unnecessary distraction as we remain focused on playing a season in 2021. Our advice to you when seeking information is to contact the PA office directly or your elected player representative. That's what Solly said. Yeah, well, even if it was true, nobody would announce something like that. Come on, they'll wait till the last minute and pretend they had always intended to play and then something happened. So I'm assuming that's just fake news, is it? Uh, We actually, what's fake news? This whole thing. Well, I would call it fake news. Right. Because I don't know who those guys are. Who are those guys? Well, I'm looking up their website right now. They have a a website called unitedplayers.org. Yeah. Players Helping Players is what they they call themselves. We are united. Is it the... Uh Profit corporation filed in the state of Texas that was founded by, led, and organized by current and former professional American football players, NFL, XFL, CFL, and AAF, to facilitate communications and an empowerment of players not represented by the National Football Players Association. Wow. That's, okay. that's their statement of who the fuck they are. So nobody, in other words. AFL lasted for six minutes, didn't it? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about it. Because, I, I mean, coming out and saying they're going to cancel 21 and 22, like, really? Really? Come on, guys. Well, you know really? what? If they had come out and said that the CFL was on the verge of canceling 2021, I would have taken it with a little bit of you know, credibility yeah. there and done some research and said something. But to turn around and say something about the 2022 season at this point in time is absolutely ridiculous. Yep. There's, it, it, it's funny, funny as hell. Oh, yeah. Charles, you want me to call you back? Oh, my God. <laughs> Did he hang up? I guess he hung up. Yeah, well, so I, I don't know. Maybe it was a slow news week and somebody wanted to cause problems because I, I like I told you before Sorry, I I'm, was late putting the tick mark in there. Okay. Like I told you before, I'm not on any football websites anymore, so I don't look at anything that anybody says and I don't argue with anybody anymore about this stuff. That's and, not fun. Uh, yeah, you know what, it it was getting to the point where it just wasn't fun for me anymore. So, um so I stopped doing it because it's, it's arguing with idiots is, is stupid. It's just I I agree I, I agree. I can't I can't do it anymore because I'm a I'm a pretty black and white straightforward realistic guy, and some of the shit that was on there I just couldn't deal with it anymore. So I well, all opt out. Thank you very much. I've probably got about twenty twenty five PMs in the last week from people asking me to come out with my opinion of the XFL talks. And they're yeah. disappointed that I have remained silent on all of this. Well, why don't they listen to the show? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not silent on this. I'm very vocal in this show, I believe. No, I, I, you I, are. 
Yeah, I thought so. All you have to do is listen to the show. I know. Listen to the show and you'll find out my opinion. Do I have to type it out for you? I guess I do. I don't know. I guess you're you're a star. Maybe that's it. You're a star. Okay. Charles. Right, Charles? Yes, Charles. Do you have something interesting or creative to talk about this United Football Players Association because you're on the we found out who they were who who they are okay who are they are they anybody uh well I'll I'll I'll, I'll read it again really quickly but just for your benefit I uh, the United Football Players Association is a de- domestic nonprofit corporation filed in the state of Texas that was founded by, led, and organized by current and former professional American football players from the NFL, XFL, CFL, and AAF to facilitate communications, education, and empowerment of players not represented by the National Football League Players Association. Okay. I know it's a mouthful, well, Charles, but... Okay. Uh, Are you any wiser? First of all... No, I don't know what that means. Uh, uh, first of all, A, these guys are nobodies. These guys were, uh, well, I don't want to call them nobodies. I don't want to be impolite. But these guys were just, I think, oh, I, in I my opinion, well. <laughs> these, these guys were guys that were just looking to get their names in the news. They were just looking for attention. So they put this stuff out. I don't know who their sources were, if they even had sources. Of course, that person is calling me back again. Uh, but that's the one thing. Uh, the second thing is people. Did, you, did anyone really think this was legitimate? Because, come on, look come at on. this thing. First of all, look at their Facebook page. It has 49 people on it. Uh, their Twitter page has, I think, 250, which is not much. Why was anybody paying these guys any sort of attention? Uh, all these guys did was they got their name in the news, and they wanted to create a stir, and they did. And they forced the uh, CFL and the CFLPA to react to them. I never took it seriously. The first time I saw it, I didn't take it seriously because it looked amateurish just to look at it. And I had never heard of this group before. And I don't think many people had heard of this group before. And I'm like, look, consider the source. Just because it says it on the Internet doesn't mean anything. Look into who these guys are. Don't just read it and start thinking the sky is falling. Do a little bit of research on this guy. I looked at it, and within about five minutes, I knew there was nothing to this. This was just a bunch of nonsense. Uh, these guys trying to get attention for themselves, and that's what this was. To me, it was pretty obvious. And even now, there's people taking them seriously, even though these guys have been thoroughly debunked. It's ridiculous. And after today, we should never mention these guys again. And that's that's my opinion. Where did he go? I'm here. I'm typing a a message to this Kenneth Farrow. Who's that? He seems to be the spokesperson for this organization. 
Kenneth oh, Farrell bring them on. I'd love to grill them. <laughs> I want to know who this guy's source is. He won't name it. I always get, and we've spoken about this before, always get nervous when I hear unnamed sources. Because anyone can say that, and they don't name their sources. Oh, we can't name our sources. They could be talking to a freaking janitor for all we know. Maybe they're talking about, maybe they're part of Three Down Nation. <laughs> uh, well, Three Down Nation debunked these guys, too. Oh, did they? Yeah, we're talking to Marcus Crandall. <laughs> I don't know. I I never took the guy serious. The first time I thought, I just said, oh, come on, give me a break. It looked fake. It looked like so, a meme that someone would make up on a website. It didn't look any any sort of uh, legitimacy to it at all. And it was quickly debunked by the CFL and the CFLPA and all of the CFL top CF, CFL reporters looked into it and said this is completely opposite uh, to what we're being told by everybody we talk to. Um, so, I mean, I didn't... Uh, these guys are debunked. I, I'm not going to take them seriously. I, like I said, I don't even know who these guys are. I have no idea. Nor do I really care. They're guys who are trying to get publicity. I still say that. Hey, Kenneth Farrell, your statement has raised a stir. Would you like to come on our podcast, Let's Talk CFL, and explain how you came to this conclusion? Mm. <laughs> he won't come on. Are you kidding me? You'll never, you'll never hear from him. <laughs> Not a chance. But he'll I just, think he'll just, uh, yeah. He won't come on because he'll have to answer questions. Oh, and hell yeah. And I'm not going to be nice about it. No, of course not. It's one thing to put out a tweet. Once you got to start answering questions from people that might know something, then it gets a little bit different. Then they'll be uh, pretty restrained. Uh, we've said our piece. I think we should start a rumor that Tom Brady is going to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And, and, let's it has see, about a, and let's see how many Rider fans lose their shit because they're going to get rid of Sagardo. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has about as much validity as this guy did. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Okay. Anything else on these idiots? I mean, uh, uh, interesting. No, you got it right. Don't worry. This interesting organization. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, so uh, there is an article here. Who's sending me shit now? Be right back again, Charles. Look. Okay. Oh, Charles left. Again. Again. Have you got the board up? Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, What was I looking for? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I know what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the link that's supposed to go to this article. Who, who, Who put this one out? Let's see. Let's see what's going on here. XFLNewsHub.com and XFL CFL hybrid leg 
could actually work. Oh, really? What is this? Why is it on my screen? You know, when you go to a website and all you get is pop-up ads everywhere, yep. it, 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 this, the, the, the website loses a lot of credibility real fast. Okay, mm-hmm. so the, the, the title of this is the an XFL-CFL hybrid leg that could actually work. Uh, and then the subtitle is the XFL and CFL are in deep talks about making their futures work together. Will it lead to a full-scale merger between the two leagues, and how would that actually work? I'm reading this, and there's... Um, <laughs> two things that the supporters... Are, hang on, hang on. There are two things that supporters and many current prospective XFL and CFL employees don't want to hear. Firstly, that the XFL will not be returning to play in 2022. And secondly, from the CFL side, that their three-down style of football will be no more. Right. I agree with that. I mean, I'd like them to keep CFL rules. I think, I really think, no, no, you didn't get season. it. They, they basically said that the CFL is going to four-down football. Yeah, I know, but I don't want that to happen. Well, I know we, and, nobody wants that to happen. Well, no, no, but the reason is, here you go, the reason is this. The XFL, the AFL, the USFL have all tried to imitate the NFL. It has not worked. I think you need to keep Canadian rules so you have a chance. Then the game is uniquely different. Okay? And I I hear everybody saying, well, you can't do that in the States because the fields aren't wide enough. And I'm like, every city has a soccer field. Those fields are wide enough. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So... I mean, it doesn't appeal to me if they go to four-down football. My grandmother could get a first down in four-down football, and she's been dead for 100 years, okay? Uh, It's just just, not exciting. No. I mean, can, can you imagine putting all the CFL motion into an American game with four downs? All it would be would be scoring constantly, nonstop. So, which some people might think that's not a bad idea. So, I don't know, man. I think in the long run, it's not going to be the CFL that we recognize, which is too bad. But I realize I'm one of the few people, I think, out there that are my age that realize people, it, it has to change. Because it will not, it will not survive if it doesn't change. So, pretty simple. You know what I mean? Who's walking their dog? No. What do you mean? Yeah, I'm here. 
Charles is trying to get back into the show again. Of I'm course gonna... he is. Oh, God. No, Benny Hill. I hate Benny Hill. What do you Make it go away. Make it go away. There you go. I'm sorry. Benny Hill was one of the Benny Hill was one of the shows that I've ever, ever had, mm-hmm. ever seen. Anyhow, okay. Charles, you're back. Charles, are you back? I'm back for good now. Are you sure? Okay. What if he phones yes, you again? I got again? done when I need to get done. Pardon? What if he phones you again? Well, no, he won't. They phoned me again the first time because when I left the first time, I called them back and didn't get a hold of them. And then they uh, called me back again once they came back on. But I got a hold of them this time. Everything's good. Okay. Did you yes, tell him you're in the middle again, of a podcast and quit being an idiot? Yes. You did. Good. Okay. Thank you. Oh. I I I want to go. Well, you know the problem with living in the country is you don't get to walk down the sidewalk and see people walking their dogs. Right, I agree. Especially people like that. Yes. Yes. Yes, I, I'm all over it. But one, of, but one of my favorite things is to walk down the street and look at the moon, okay? Look at the moon, yes. Look at the moon. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I, I told, I, that was a, werewolf. That's, that's a full moon there, Willie. That's a full moon. It is, it is a full moon, definitely. <laughs> and I don't think it's made of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> How come I'm the only one that knows what that is and Charles is lost in space? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of just... I'm going along with the flow at the moment. Yeah, okay. 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 Not the sure the viewers don't get the luxury of, of watching our chat, so we better just move on. Oh, okay, um, sorry. I know what you're... Now I've clued in. Okay, you're, you're fucking about as quick on these things as my wife is. <laughs> I like you, Charles. <laughs> okay. What can I say? What can I say? Very funny. Okay. So, um, I, I personally do not wish to speculate on what is going to happen between the XFL and the CFL. Just because it's just, it's so preliminary that we cannot get mad. Okay? No, we we can't. can't get mad at one way, at going one way. We can't get mad at going another way. We can, we can speculate, but I, I'm not going to lose my shit so, over this. So, so every week and probably every day, I talk to the guy that I know whose son plays for the Stampeders, okay? Yeah. And he doesn't know anything. His son does not know anything yet, okay? There's no information, apparently. So, and if the players don't know, well, then I don't know who does know. I don't think the higher-ups know yet. They probably don't know because there's nothing to report because it's still, I'm guessing, at a pretty preliminary stage. Um, I don't know how. 
I'm thinking that, okay, if you go by other sports, okay, um, NHL teams in the United States are starting to let fans into the stadium. But Canadian teams still are not. And that, I think, has to do with the Canadian government. It has a lot to do with the Canadian government. Right. That's right. exactly but, what it is. But I also don't think it's the same thing because football in Canada is outside. Right. Okay? It's well, not inside. Well, except for Vancouver. Eight, right. eight of the nine we teams. We've got a hole in our roof. But they don't count because they only get 12 people to their game. So. Lions fans have been social distancing for years. Which I, which I, which I think is is less than twenty five percent of what you're allowed. So, so I guess nobody has presented anything to anybody yet. But you would think this is March. Like, come on, guys. Do they think it's just going to open up and they don't have to do any of this stuff? Do you think that's what the plan is? I know, I know, because I don't think it's going to open up. Yeah, they, they got to get this figured out. They're, they're running out of time again. Okay, yes, so here's a question for you. Okay. We cannot have fans in the stands in Canada at this point in time. Okay? That's, that's just a, that's a fact. Okay? Right. Could that or would that change in the next two months? Because we're right now in late March. Okay? Yeah. We're in the latter half of March. Latter yeah. half of May, we have training camp. Yeah. Okay, we're, we're seriously in training camp, ready for the start of season. Okay? Yeah. The CFL, as it currently stands, is a gate-driven league in – what that means is that they must have people going into the stands for them to be profitable. In fact, I believe the number is about 18,000. Okay? There must be 18,000 people in attendance of a game to make that game profitable. Okay? I think that's, that, that's the magic number. So if there are no fans in the stands and there's no 18,000 fans in the stands, there's no $18,000, 18,000 times dollars of revenue going to the teams to pay their bills, they're going to lose money than if they don't play. Correct. So please tell me, as the situation currently stands, how we can have a season in 2021. I have been saying all along, if we do not have fans in the stands, we cannot have a season. We can't have a restriction of fans in the stands. You either open up the stadiums, you open up the stadiums and fill them as best you can for the city that you're in, or we don't have a season. Charles, go ahead. You can have, yes, if they play with no fans, 
I get what you're saying. If they have partial fans, those losses get cut. That might be where teams might be willing. So let's say they can put twelve to ten to twelve thousand people in. Now, obviously, they're not going to break even. They're not going to make money, but they're going to at least reduce their losses than if oh, they were okay. playing with no fans. And okay, well, Charles, just for, just for a second. Sorry, hold that second thought for a second. You said ten to twelve thousand fans. Most of the new stadiums in the CFL are at 30,000 or less seating capacity. That means that right. every, one out of three seats is going to have a person in it. That is not social distancing according to the laws of Canada. Correct. So but they can't put 10 to 12,000. No. It does not ma- that does not matter. At this point, but we don't know if what, what they're going to work out. I mean, they're obviously going to have to negotiate with the local governments. When the teams go in to ne- uh, negotiate with the local governments, they're going to um, they're going to obviously have to know what they can and what they can't work with. Now they may be able to work something out with the government where it may be higher. I don't know yet. Uh, like we said, it, it, this is all still to be decided, and this is something they should already be meeting with the government. If they're not, shame on them. So, right now, how yes, do, but we've got to see what. How do you social distance with 50 urinals? You shut down every. Uh, you have one urinal. You shut down every second or third urinal, like they do, I've seen them doing in other places, where they'll have one urinal, then the two beside it or shut down, then that one's open, then the two beside you, you're going to have to cut it down. Right, so then where, do, where, where does everybody go pee then, if they don't have enough well, pee you places? Don't need as many, if you have fewer people, you don't, have, you don't need as many urinals to start with. I mean, I like, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm just saying I'm, I'm looking at possibilities, and I'm looking at what ifs. Because much like with the XFL, we don't know what the talks are there. We don't know what their talks are with with the government right now. What, if anything, they're working out, if they're even working it out. Yeah, but we do know some facts. And some facts are, currently, any group gathering of more than six people is illegal. Well, now it's ten people outdoors in the PC. Or ten. Okay, ten. Unless it's outside. Ten or less. That's not illegal. So, right, and like I said, that's something that down the road they're going to have to deal with, and they got to discuss this with the government to figure out what, if anything, they can do. But this is something that that's got to be worked out between the league and the government and the health authorities. But I know, so I know what you're saying. And you, What's that? No, go ahead. No, I'm done. So, this last Sunday was my birthday. Happy okay? birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Yes, yes William. Happy birthday to you. So, one year ago, on my birthday, was the first day of lockdown of this pandemic. Yes. Okay. It happened on my birthday last year. It was a Saturday. 
We were scheduled to go to Monster Jam, the mo- monster truck thing, and we got shut down. I was okay? supposed to go to that too. So we didn't go, and that's, that's where this whole shit started. Shortly after that, I made a statement that says that the CFL 2020 season would be terminated. And I got shit all over the place from everybody. My response to that is we will be lucky if we have a 2021 season. And I got laughed at. I just have to reiterate this. I know that you guys know, have, have heard this too many times. Know, and know, I'm not I doing a, I told you so shit. Yes, you are. But we're not going to have a 2021 season. It's not going to happen. And I, and I, I tend to be posted in agreement with you, okay? Because I'm just, it's just they haven't done anything yet, and it's so close. And half the season's not going to be good enough either. So I, I don't understand how you can have half a season when you have signed a player for a contract to play football for this amount of days. If you play football for that amount of days, then you have to pay him his full salary because he has played football for you for every game that you have allowed him to play football. Right. Okay? And another league. So if you don't play football, you don't have to pay them. But if they do play football, and I don't care if it's two games or 22, you have to pay them whatever you negotiated your salary was. So if you're saying, Will, that if they play half a season, they're going to have less, less losses, their losses will actually be greater. I didn't say that. Sorry, I did not say that. I believe that the only way you can have a CFL season is if you do it exactly like you do every other CFL season. And there's no exceptions. It can't be it can't be late. It can't be no fans. It can't be anything. It's gotta the way it, it's gotta be the way it's always been, or you're not gonna have a season. I hundred percent agree with you, and this is not Texas. Say that again? This is not Texas. No, it's not. So we're not gonna have what a season that like that. Oh Texas has opened up everything. There are no regulations on anybody. But half of them haven't opened up yet. So, But that's by choice. I know, I know. So I'm thinking it's going to be the same here. I don't think it's going to be the same here. I don't think those those restrictions are going to be lifted. Not by me. No. I agree. Yeah. Well, I'm the dissenting voice on this podcast, but that's fine. And don't get me wrong, Charles. I really, 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 really want there to be a season. Okay? Oh, so do I. I'm just not naive. 
I, I, I don't, I cannot, do not see how it's possible. No, I don't know. There's a lot of optimism around the league right now. Maybe they're, maybe they're just putting on a, a show, but. We'll see. I don't know. I'm still, I'm still in that they're going to play this year, and uh, maybe I'm being the eternal optimist, but I, I still see it happening. I'm still of the opinion, and I know people disagree with me, I'm still of the opinion that they have to play this year. And teams are now coming out and saying they have to play this year, one way or another. So I personally think there's still going to be a season. I just, I mean, two months is a long time situations changing too much. Are we going to be completely out of COVID in two months? Of course not. I'm not that naive. That's being naive, thinking we're going to do that. Uh, can the situation improve? It sure can. Sure it can. Uh, I know CJ's not a believer in the vaccines. I understand that. I know Will's not a big fan of vaccines either. A lot of other people are, and it's got some optimism in that way, in that sense. Now, I don't know. I got to see. I mean, like I said, it's two months away. I think we got it's. It's too early to say one way or another. Are they going to be back to full? No, I don't know. But I still think that there's going to be a season. Now, maybe I know what you're saying about the half season, but a shortened season, I still think is possible. I know you you guys disagree, but I'm going to disagree. With you. I still think it's possible. They've done it in other leagues. Uh, there's other factors to consider. TV contract. I don't know if they got CFL got paid. By the, C, by the TSN contract last year. I'm guessing not because they didn't put any contact on the air. Are they going to go two straight years and get no TV money? Um, I don't know. They've got employees that they want to get back to work. I know the players are going to wait. The thing is, if you've got a bunch of players there that uh, they cancel the season game, you've got a whole bunch of players not coming back. Even players under contract, then you've got to – You've got a breach of contract situation. After one year, you could do it. After two years, I don't know. The problem is the players are seeing other sports leagues play. This is something that they've got to consider as a legal thing. The players are seeing other sports leagues play. In fact, every other one has basically come back and played right now. They're going to start saying, look, if these other leagues are playing, why aren't we playing? And they're going to want their money. They're going to want They can't be that stupid. Why? What do you mean they can't be that stupid? They have to know yes, that the CFL yes, is a game-driven league and that players. you can't do that. Well, I know that and you know that. Players associations and player agents, they're not as reasonable as you and I are. They're going to, I mean, they're going to get into a fight at that point. If there's no season, there's going to be a showdown between the PA and the league at that point. And I truly believe that. And I still think they, they, I still think they've got to play this year, or it would be catastrophic for the league. But maybe I'm wrong, and maybe you guys are right. Hey, we don't all have to agree, and you may very well be right, and I may very well be right. We don't really know. It's a real, real. It's annoying because we don't really know anything. Everything's so up in the air, and there's no transparency. But who knows? I don't know why. I don't, I, I don't understand why you would say that not playing this year is going to be catastrophic for the league. Is it because the 
the, the teams can't sustain the losses, or is it because you believe that all players will be free agents and most of them are going to tell them to shove it up their ass and go find a real job because they haven't worked in two years, which is could happen. I have, don't, I have no doubt in that my mind there. Mm-hmm. But there is a there is a number of players in North America that want to play football that we can replace everybody on our teams. May it hurt the quality of game next year, year after, possibly, maybe even for the next decade. But I don't see why it would be catastrophic for football. We'd have football. Okay, it might not be the same. But, but let me put it this way. They're going to get lost in the shuffle. If every other league is playing and they're not playing, think about cities like Toronto, cities like Vancouver. Then you take, uh, you know, sure, maybe somewhere on the prairies where there's, no, where there's nothing else to do in Saskatchewan and there's nothing else to do, uh, you know, in, in other places, Hamilton or whatever, but you look at all the cities that have uh, that have other teams playing right now, and they've been playing for two years. And the CFL, CFL, it's the old thing: out of sight, out of mind. People are going to push it to the back. It's going to be right off the sports pages because no one's going to be talking about a league that's not playing, and it, and it doesn't just bounce back like that. Sure, the CFL maybe they do take a year off, and they, another year off, and then they come back in 2022. But at that point, in the sporting landscape in cities like that, they're so far off the pages because no one's heard from them in two years. And it doesn't just come back in the blink of an eye. People find other things to do. It, it just, they go away and then they, they don't come back for two years. I mean, unless it's a spectacular, huge, flashy comeback, and maybe what this is what this XFL thing has come, Maybe they get they get uh, noticed there, but I mean, they, like I said, the best of times in a lot of these cities, they fight for any scrap of media coverage they can get. If they're not playing for two years, they're completely lost in the shuffle at that point. You think Sportsnet two years from now is gonna? They, they don't talk about the CFL now. There'll be a blip on the radar. TSN's gonna lose, and they're gonna start putting their money in other spots. Because, quite frankly, they've got programming spots that they've got to fill, and they've had to do it for two years in a row now. So that's going to be uh, – I mean, it, they'll, they'll still cover the CFL, but is their coverage going to suffer now? Is it going to be cut back because they're, they're filling other spots the CFL had with other stuff that have been putting the programming on? I mean, newspapers are kind of out the windows now, but already in some newspapers they're page five or six of CFL. Uh, they come back next year, they're on the back page of the sports page if they get mentioned at all. This is what I'm saying. This is why I think it's a real problem to see if they don't play again. They were they uh, get lost in the shuffle at that point. They've already, I think, been hit by uh, not playing last year, but I think it's survivable. Not playing two years in a row, it's like I said, out of sight, out of mind. People are going to find other things and forget about it. And if the CFL does come go out again this year and then come back next year, it may come back. It could take a decade for it to come back to the level it was before COVID because that's just the way things work. 
Look at when Major League Baseball, they canceled half a season in a World Series. They struggled for years to get back to their attendance level, and it was only about four or five, it was four or five years later when they had the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa home run derby, where the attendance and the interest in Major League Baseball finally got back to that previous level, but it took five years. And Major League Baseball down in the U.S. was a whole lot more relevant and noticed by the American media and American sports fans than you could say about the CFL. This is what I'm saying. If they're gone for two years, who knows how long it takes the, the league to re- return. And people have already put in season ticket money. They put in season ticket money last year. Season got canceled. Then they said, a lot of people said, okay, hold it for next year. Are those people going to roll it over again for three years, having thousands of dollars tied up in season ticket money? I think at that point that people say, okay, you know what? I want my money back. It's been two years. I've gotten nothing for it. Give me my money back. And are they rushing back to buy season tickets if they come back next year? This is why I'm saying it's going to really hurt the league because it's, the league disappears for two years. People find other, uh, other things to spend their money on. Fan, um, sports uh, networks, they find other things to cover, and it just doesn't come back just like that. We say, oh, we're back. We're opening our doors. Oh, I'm sorry. We're covering this. We've already spent our money for that. This is what I'm saying, because you've got to look at the overall picture. The league might come back fine and start playing. Are the fans going to come back the way they did? Is the media going to come back to the way they are, even though they're already, um, they're already lowered down? So this is what I'm saying. This is why I say it's a struggle. Okay, Charles. Yeah? I, I, I'd let you go on that one, because you, you're on a roll. And I'll yeah. tell you what. I'll... I'll agree with you 100% if the season doesn't change, if the, the league doesn't change. If right. we leave the league exactly the same as it is right now, and I said in my original rant at the very beginning of it, the CFL is doomed. Maybe not this year, maybe not next year, but within 10, it's done. Simply for the simple fact that what we're doing isn't working. Okay? Mm-hmm. So they need to change. They need to change their ownership structure. They need to change. They need to do something with the XFL. Single game betting comes in. And then your rant is irrelevant. Because I think that the fans, the media will all come back if we got single game betting. Just on itself. That, will be, that news would be so huge. It, it would change this league instantly. A merger or a, a cooperation with the XFL would be huge news, not only in Canada, in America. And honestly, it doesn't matter about the fans in Canada if the Americans get behind this league. Because that's where the money is. That's where the CFL changes from a gate-driven league to a media-driven league. And the media in the United States doesn't give a shit about Sportsnet or TSN and what they think or do in this country. Because they are far larger, more powerful, more money, and have better marketing. And if we get the money out of America, out of the American media, just a small smidgen of what is available down there, this this league will not only be sustainable, it will be prosperous. 
I would rather cancel it for the next three years and come up with a really good formula and bring it back strong. I don't think it's going to disappear. There's no way in hell that you can tell me that you're going to stop being a CFL fan. If we don't play football this year. Right. Do you think those, those Saskatchewan Rough Rider fans are going to stop playing, watching football? Do you think that Russ Gordon is going to stop being a football fan? No. The BC Lions hardcore fans are going to be hardcore fans for life, whether or not the football's even playing. Prime example, Baltimore Stallions. That's 30 fucking years that they haven't had football and they still have fans. So I do not believe that if we don't have football this year, it's going to be the death of this league. I think that it's going to – will it hurt it? Absolutely. Absolutely. But if the teams can stay solvent, and and the majority of them are owned by – huge buckets of money that 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 shouldn't be a problem is the league going to have to support Edmonton possibly not sure about Winnipeg Saskatchewan might be okay I don't I don't I don't think that not playing this year is the death of this league it will, we'll, lose, we'll have a huge turnover in players, not denying that, more so than most years, but, but no more than you know, just accumulation. If you look at the player turnover in three years in, the, in this league, it's huge. We're just going to have that in two years. I, I'm not quite as pessimistic. I'm not optimistic, but I'm not pessimistic. William, put your two cents in here, buddy. Well, I don't know if you guys want to hear my two cents. I, I you know what? Anything can anything can be resurrected. Okay, anything. Okay, anything can be resurrected. If they have to do that with the CFL, fine. My opinion is we should have just opened everything up last March and everything would be still fine today. Okay. So that's my opinion. I I can't live in Texas. Well, I can't live in Texas either. Um, Too hot, too many cows, too many cowboys. There's enough in Calgary. It kind of sounds like my town that I live in. Um, Yeah, yeah, well, Merritt, you know. What you say? I just, yeah, I, uh, I'm optimistic, but I, I, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen quick enough. And I still think wasting your time on half a season is not good enough. But I, I, I you know what? I think people, in general, though, are getting cabin fever. And, and not being able to do things and not having anything to look forward to. And I, and I think it, whether it's this year or next year, I actually think the CFL will flourish once they do open the doors. 
for at least a year or two before they have to make changes. So, because I think everything is going to open up once, you know, once people people get the vaccine and the government starts opening things up, I, I, I think uh, it's going to be it's 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 going to be business as usual, to be honest with you. And I've seen it in my business already. We're we're going to be so busy this summer; it's scary. So, so I don't know. But hey, whatever. Let's see what happens. I don't run the CFL. Obviously, I think there's somebody running the CFL, but I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. I think he yeah. died. I I don't know. He well. And, and like Charles said, am I gonna am I gonna sit around for another year and let the Calgary Stampeders hold on to the money? My money? It's not my money, but you know, I I don't know. I wonder if CFL teams can afford to pay people back to the ticket money. That's the problem. That's another At problem. Point in time. Have they made any money last year? I don't think so. No. But. Did they lose any money because they didn't have as many expenses? So, I don't know. And that's going to cause more problems. Yeah, I don't know. People want their money back, and people, they don't have the money to give them. They're going to get sued. Well, I don't think I'd ever sue over season tickets, but... Um, you, might, you might not, but there might be others that might. Yeah, maybe. There are lots of, there are lots of sue-happy people out there. Yeah, maybe. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna touch base on one other thing here on dealing with this entire pandemic, and it is Lisa McLeod, the Ontario Sports Minister, wants to see the CFL back on the field in 2021, but it will be in a hub city. Yeah, if teams expect to play in their own stadiums, they can forget about a season. Yeah, is what this article says. It doesn't work. No, it's not. It doesn't work in the CFL. That's what it says. It doesn't work on the CFL. They can't I know it afford doesn't. A hub city. They can't afford a hub city. We know early in this pandemic, when we thought we might have gotten last summer in, there was speculation that there would be a hub city. If they want to play in their own stadiums, that would entail in terms of a Canadian bubble. It's far too early to say that it would work. You see, I don't understand. It's far too early to say. I don't understand why right now or within a couple of weeks or four weeks, they bring in all the players and they self-isolate for two weeks or the guys who have to, I mean the Americans who have to, they self-isolate for two weeks, they take COVID tests every day or every second day or whatever the fuck it is, and then they get on playing. Who's paying for that? And, well, I know, I know, I get that. Okay, but so so it's just it's ridiculous to think we're gonna have a hub city. I got an even better idea. Let's have a CFL season this year, but let's only have Canadians in the CFL this year. That'll that'll work. You won't have to worry about social distancing because there'll be fucking nobody there. 
It would be like watching a CIS football game. Why don't we just have a CFL season in Texas? Sure. There you go. There's no room room down there. They might actually like the game. Maybe. I was going to say, they'll sell out every game down there, and then it'll make us Canadians look bad. They already make us Canadians look bad. Their high school gets better attendance than our our professional sports. 20,000 people to a high school game. They get 70,000 yes, in some games. Yes, they do. Yep. Oh, well. They just have more bodies. It's that simple. Okay. We're going to move on a little bit here and talk oh. about Will's favorite player in the CFL. A guy named yes, Enoch Mwamba has ended his Enoch. free agency tour and landed in Toronto. Do the Argos uh-huh. even have a salary cap? Salary caps do not matter until day one of the season. Well, that's obvious. You can sign everybody for as much as you want. And come cut down day, you have to get yourself into a salary cap situation. So you are, are either renegotiating with the players that you wish to keep, or you cut some of them. Yeah. Or you go over the cap. Yeah. So everybody said that the BC Lions were over the salary cap with signing Mike Riley to $750,000. Oh, my God, they can't possibly have any players. Well, they did. Yeah. Not very many good players, but they had some. They had some players. They had enough players. Okay. Yeah, but they're so, still with 16 and 4 or whatever it was. Or four yeah, but then how did Calgary do, okay? And they had a wounded – they had a quarterback with a wounded wing. Okay, besides the point, uh-huh. yeah. we have no idea what the salary cap situation is, the salary situation is in Toronto. To speculate that they're over the cap is nonsense. Yeah. Well, the league is not transparent that. enough for us to do that. We just they're go, oh, my God, they're that. signing this guy, and they're signing that guy, and they're signing this guy. They, they can't possibly be under the salary cap. Well, they actually could be. Yeah, they not. could be. They could be. Sure. And I could That's a stretch to me, too. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I think they got all... I think what they did is they made a phone call to all these free agents and said, guys, I tell you what, come to Toronto and we're going to pay everybody $80,000 for the season across the board. You guys good with that? They all said yes and they signed them off. So there you go. That's what happened. I don't believe that. No, I don't believe that either. They're not. They're over the salary cap. I guarantee you, they're over the salary cap because that, those guys weren't they guys didn't with their own teams because they weren't offering them enough fucking money. So, but not to say that one or two of these guys doesn't get cut in the preseason. That's true. You know what I mean, but it's exactly but, right. We don't know what they're right. not over the cap until they start playing football and and. What did I see online the other day? Uh, uh, Michael Clemens says they're not over the salary cap, and Michael Clemens never lies. Give me a fucking break. 
Well, he's on. not over the salary cap. Well, there isn't one. He's not. No. I so mean, he's not in reality, lying. if there's in reality, if there's no season, he's not going to be over the salary cap. That's for sure. Well, right, the so, season hasn't started. There is no salary cap until the first game that of the year. Correct. I agree, hundred percent. I agree. So Michael okay. Clements is not lying. No, but once the season starts, he'll be over the salary cap. Only if he keeps the same all the players. And he's he's gonna keep most of them. Well, most of them doesn't make him over the cap. All of them might make right. him over the cap. Right. Maybe. Most yeah. means one or two are going to go away. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Maybe, we maybe, don't know. We'll We're see. speculating on, 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 on a subject that we don't have enough information to come you, to a conclusion. Realize, so we're grasping we, at straws. We've been doing that all week. We've been speculating for a whole year. You realize that, eh? So, yeah. <laughs> it would, we're jumping to conclusions. Haven't you ever heard the the saying, white men can't jump? I agree. I can't jump. Okay. Oh, God. Jump. Jump. So I don't really have a problem with what Toronto's doing. Well, no, I didn't say I had a problem with it either. You know what? if, If there is a season... And Toronto has some players, and they're going to be good. It will do wonders for their attendance. No, okay, we so hope that it would. Well, no, I still think okay, you got a better chance of attracting people in Toronto when you're a winning team that, rather than when you're a losing team. Okay, let's face it. Well, well in 2012, they won the Grey Cup, and their attendance went yeah. down the next year. Yeah, well, because everybody knew they fluked it, okay, so it was more like 2016, wasn't it? I want to go to bed. Uh, (laughs) I'm tired. So so do the Flames. They want to go to bed, too. So they signed Enoch Mwamba. Yeah, I'm just glad that somebody signed him. I'm and then we can stop listening about him. I didn't. I'm glad they didn't do the magical mystery tour around Canada. Okay. Of who well, he didn't sign with. He didn't come out here. No. Didn't come here either. Okay, no. so we're just going to ignore Enoch Mo for the time being. He's an Argo, There's and good for him. It's just him. There's nothing to say about him. Well, it's, they it's, have. They have. If you well, we can talk about this for a second. Toronto has put together a pretty stellar defense. If you think about it, <laughs> they have. Like, like if they had all those guys in their prime, it we wouldn't even have to have a season. Okay. Yeah. I mean, come on. Don't be that good. Okay. We're going to move on. Neil McAvoy, who is the co-general manager of the BC Lions. Okay. That, yep. that was hard for me to say. But, okay. Neil McAvoy, for all intents and purposes, is the GM of the BC Lions. 
appeal to Vancouver sports fans that the Seattle Seahawks don't give a shit about fans in Vancouver. And while he has a point, do the Lions have some ground to make up as well? Well, Seattle doesn't give a shit about Vancouver. That's just fact of the matter. Okay? Everybody knows that. Um, why do we care about them is the big question. And, you know, we've gone over and over and over this about the NFL, NHL, uh, CFL, all of these different things and everything else. Why Canadians feel this uh, concept of insecurity and need to be Americanized. And uh, I, I, I don't know what it is. It's time to be patriotic. It's time to show your red and white and with no blue. And, uh, and, and, and support the team that's, that's in your backyard. I, you know, we've been going over this one for decades and, is Neil McAvoy right that the Seattle Seahawks, as an organization, care about Canadian football fans? They, they make uh, very, like, very. Like, how many? How many guys do you guys know, since you live in BC, that have season tickets to the Seahawks? I don't know anybody. I know a few. Okay, I know a bunch. Okay, and I think that's disgusting. You know what I mean? I I, I think it's ridiculous. See, oh, I, I think it's ridiculous as well. The Seattle's too close to the border, but that's beside the point. Where the city's not going to move. Um, I don't believe that there would be a thousand people that travel to those games. Okay. I don't, I, I, would, I don't think there's that many I would, people. I think it would, I would maybe, maybe a couple hundred. I would disagree. I think there's a lot more than that. There are, there are several thousands. They've done studies on this. You go there is, to is the U.S. border. On, you go to the U.S. border on a Seahawks game day about 9 in the morning, and they're lined up for miles to get to Kerr. There's tons. What kind of story, guys? They got, bu- they, they got bars there. Buses sending bars down or bars sending buses down there, tons. How many, how many, what kind of drive, is that like an hour drive, hour and a half, what is it? About two, three, three hours. hours. Two, uh, two to three hours. Three, three okay. hours from the city of Vancouver, two hours from the border. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think there's a lot of them. And and do do, do the Seahawks care about the Canadian fans? Probably not. Well, I think they, they care that people come down and buy, buy, you know, buy tickets and stuff like that because it's extra revenue for them. They do do ad, yeah. some advertising up here in BC. They oh, have yeah. held camps up. Yeah, they have held uh, camps up here in BC. So uh, to say they don't care, I don't think that's completely accurate. Uh, I mean, they're they're not falling all over themselves. But that's for sure. The Seattle Seahawks have 3,100 season tickets held by Canadians, by 1,100 1100 Canadians. So, on average, one person has three seats. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. Yep. Okay. So then there would be about 1,000 cars, vehicles going over the border during that day for that team if all of these people were in Canada on that day. Right. Well, that's the season ticket holders, but there's also people that may go down just for like on like single game tickets and stuff like that. So I, I, you I understand those that. People in too. You you have to factor them in, but you can't factor them into the the concept of the Seattle Seahawks because they don't know who's okay. going to buy their single game tickets. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. So, out of how many how many season ticket holders are are there? In, in Seattle, what's their attendance? What is their? Oh, there's probably there's probably their stadium holds. Uh, I think it's about sixty-seven thousand, and I think they're probably close to sixty thousand at least in season tickets. So one thousand out of sixty, one out of sixty, are Canadians. That's what you're telling me. Well, I guess in that, judging by that, yeah, you could probably say that, yeah. So it's not a huge number. No, it's not a huge number, okay? And if it disappeared, it wouldn't really affect the team too much. I mean, it would. They, they would. they would notice it missing. They'd sell those tickets in a second. But they'd sell those six tickets anyhow, right? Yeah, they've got a waiting list for season tickets, so. Okay, so, yeah, so in in reality, the Canadians are an inconvenience to them Um, because that means some American doesn't get to go to the game. Am I right? Right. Yeah, Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. So in, in reality... To say that they, the Seattle Seahawks don't care about Canadian fans, it's it's actually not quite a true statement, but it is not a positive statement either. They they actually don't want us as fans. Well, they don't need us as fans currently. I don't. They don't need they, us. They say that they don't want us. I don't think that's accurate. They don't need us. But they, they don't, don't need us. Need. That that would be they, more they, accurate. I don't believe the Seattle Seahawks make any money off the media from the Canadian fans. TSN doesn't have an agreement with the Seattle Seahawks or with the NFL. No. Yes, and for, or 1040 did before they went out of business. Well, TSN makes money off the NFL in general because they have the NFL – they have the NFL rights in, or part of the uh, NFL rights in Canada, the TSN and CTV. Correct. But, but the amount of money is inconsequential to the NFL and to the NFL teams. Yeah. Well, especially can, uh, compared to what they get from American rights. Yeah, I would correct. think so. Yeah, okay. So Neil McAvoy is correct or is he incorrect? I mean, they, I'm sure on. they like having Canadian fans, but if the Canadian fans went away, I don't think they'd care. William? 
I agree with that. They wouldn't care. So they Neil McAvoy is right. So then why are the Canadians so hardcore passionate about belonging to somebody that they don't, nobody, they, it's not reciprocated? Marketing. Marketing. Marketing, that's what it's all about, baby. For the same reason Santa Claus works. I mean, it's the same as me. I've marketed myself my whole life. I've told myself numerous times I'm pretty, and I actually believe that, okay? And if you hear something long enough, you'll actually start to believe it. That's all I'm saying. No comment. Okay. I don't know what to say about this. Okay. Come on. I guess that's the end of this subject. Mm-hmm. Ryan Dinwiddie. Okay, now, this is an ex-CFL quarterback, ex-quarterback coach of the Calgary Stampeders and the current head coach of the Toronto Argonauts. Did I get that right? Yep. Yep. Says that Stephen McAdoo was unfairly fired in Saskatchewan. Okay, so I can't tell you who Stephen McAdoo is under those circumstances. I know he was who a he defensive is. coordinator. Okay. He was a defensive no, coordinator is. in Saskatchewan, and he was relieved of his duty when? To the beginning of the 2009, or after the 2019 season. They weren't bringing him back for 2020. Right. Okay, Stephen, Stephen McAdoo was the defensive coordinator for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, a team that had one of the best defenses in the league, and he was fired. He was the offensive coordinator. He was the he offensive the coordinator. Was, sorry, correct. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. He, he was the offensive coordinator and to a team that had one of the worst offenses in the league. <laughs> was he uh, was he uh, he was unfairly fired in Saskatchewan? Well, okay. Was he there under Chris Jones in 2018? Yes, and I think so. Chris, he was also Chris Jones' offensive coordinator when they won the Great Cup at Edmonton. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Hmm. Because Chris Jones didn't give him much of an offense to work with in 2018. Wasn't that much better in 2019. They were the number one team in the West, number two in the league. 
didn't make the That was the fueled by the defense. Through. Yeah. It wins championships. And don't, and don't Offense forget, just tells you how by how many points. And don't forget, he won the Grey Cup with Mike Riley. Okay? That's true. So... But, I mean, Cody Fajardo, um, he kind of came out of nowhere and played well underneath De- under Derek McAdoo. So, now, was that all so. Fajardo, or did McAdoo have something to do with it? Well, he must have had something to do with it. Well, it has to. He didn't do dick squat in all the other cities that he was in. But, obviously, obviously, mm-hmm. obviously what did they thought he was lacking? Because he hired... Uh, he hired... Uh, the dude from Edmonton. Who did? Saskatchewan? Yeah, they hired Jason Moss. Right. Okay. And where did Stephen McAdoo go? Is he now in Toronto? Is that why Ryan Dinwiddie's defending him? Yeah, yes. He's the offensive line coach in Toronto. Okay, so I have a question to ask. What the fuck difference does it make to Ryan Dinwiddie if he was fired unjustifiably? Wouldn't you just wouldn't you just count your blessings that you have this man that you think is awesome? I think he just talking. He tried to talk off his assistant coach. It sounds like. So when somebody is trying to. Um, justify or, or, or make another team or another company or another event look small because they didn't recognize what you did, you're really just trying to justify your hiring. It's kind of like right. the opposite of buyer's remorse. Right? Now, Charles... You're in sales, okay? Yeah. And you're, you're, I'm not going to – I know Will is, but Will's sales aren't the same. Mm-hmm. Your, your sales works this way, and I don't know whether you do this or not, but if you don't, you should be. The best time to ask for a client, a client for a referral is the moment he signs the contract. Correct. Because he now has – has to believe that what he did is right, so he has to believe that it's the best thing to share with other people. Am I correct? Yes, and he does that basically just to, I think in some ways, just to uh, put his mind at ease that he's doing the right thing. To reassure, reassure himself, to reassure that, himself. His deci- that his decision was correct. Okay? Right. Is that what Ryan Dinwiddie is now doing? It's possible. Okay, he can't be asking. No, it's hundred percent. It's hundred percent correct. That's what he's doing. Okay. He's trying to reassure that he what his hiring was correct by making the previous team look bad. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't work the same with referrals because obviously there's no referral here, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, I, 
came up with an idea and you both agree with me. I like it. So, like I said, yeah, why it, does it matter? Why does it matter to Ryan Dinwiddie? What's this, why Saskatchewan fired him? I've got a I've got a feeling if there is a season next this year, we're going to be talking a lot about things Ryan did what he says, and eventually it's going to get to the point of who gives a shit what he says. I don't I care he now. Hear himself, I think he likes to hear himself talk. And I, and I think he might have been stunted in Calgary under Dickinson and Huffnagel because those are the two guys who talk. Okay? Well, no, they don't talk either. Well, no, they do talk. They're the only ones who talk. But to each other. Okay. They don't really talk right. to anybody and, else. And, 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 on, a, and a, on a scale of, of 0 to 10, Ryan Dinwiddie is way, way down there, sorry, in my mind. You can say he coached the quarterback, and that's fine. But you know, we know we know Dave Dickinson has a little experience at quarterback, and we know John Huffnagel has a little experience at quarterback. So Brian Dinwiddie, who fuck off, you played in one great cup, first game of your CFL career, and then it lasted two years, and you lost a piece mm. of shit. Anyway. Okay. You, you got to be careful, Will, because you're following falling oh. into that same trap. What being the? a Calgary Stampeder fan, you're just kind of like, like dissing this guy because he's no longer with your team. If he was still with your team, you would be defending him. Yeah, but you know what, Christopher? Yes, dear. John Huffington only lets people go that he wants to go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that that, 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 that idiot coach that can't keep his hat on straight. It's that simple, I know. See, I mean, obviously he saw something about that guy, but, you know, he came down to it. So I can't even remember his name. <laughs> and I'm trying to think of it, too. Claybrook. Uh, um, what was his first name? Claybrook's was his last name. Devon Claybrook. Devon There we go. Yeah, it was so memorable for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I bet you it was memorable for you. But, no. Hey, whatever. Whatever. I mean, it is. I mean, I mean, think about this. Think about this. Do you think? Do you think John Hoffnagel wanted to quit coaching and wanted to be the GM and just just the GM straight? Probably not. But he knew that if he didn't give it to Dave Dickinson, he was going to lose Dave Dickinson. And he would have. That simple. And he would have. Yeah, he would, Dave Dickinson would have, would have gone to BC. Signed, if someone signed Devon Claybrook as the head coach, imagine who would have signed Dave Dickinson, okay? So, <laughs> yeah. So, or Ryan Dinwiddie. Or Ryan Dinwiddie. Bye-bye yeah. now. And I mean... But that's what happens when you're a successful program. People try and hire your coaches, okay? It's that simple. And try and take your players. It's that simple. So, okay, so we got about 10 minutes left in the show. Minutes. And I want to know what this YouTube thing is. What um, YouTube thing? 
What YouTube this is one that basically just showed up a couple of days ago, and it's basically a video. I'm not entirely sure who did it, but it ranks all nine CFL um, stadiums. <laughs> I know who glass. Montreal. No, you might Percival not. Percival Molson. Yep. Attendance is 23,420. I'm watching the video right now. Okay. okay, okay, come on, move on. Yeah. Number eight. When where is it? Yeah. Number eight. Tim Horton Field. Tiger Cats. Twenty four thousand three hundred and ninety. I wonder if these are just by yeah. attendance. No, I don't no, they're not. I don't think they are. well I actually I don't know. No, it's not. I don't think. Sure, Tim Hortons is only five or six or seven years old, isn't it? Number you know, three, maybe Bemo, right. Bemo Field, Toronto Argonauts, 25,000. You know, this might be by uh, attendance. Size, size, yeah. Uh, Number oh, six. I think you just introduced... T yeah. T D Place, Ottawa Red Blacks, twenty five thousand seats. Mosaic, number five, thirty three thousand three hundred and fifty. Number four is gonna be Winnipeg, I'll bet you. Winnipeg, thirty three thousand four hundred and twenty two. Okay, so they're just showing them in order of attendance of uh, capacity. McMahon is thirty-five thousand six hundred and fifty. BC Place fifty-four thousand three hundred. And number one is Commonwealth Stadium. My bet. Fifty-four thousand or something, isn't it? The Brick Field at Commonwealth Stadium. Do they play on bricks? My God, that would be terrible. Fifty-six thousand three hundred and two. That's the entire premise behind this article. Very nice stadium, by the way. (laughs) It just says which is the best. Commonwealth is a nice stadium. I've been there a few times. Yeah. But even I like the game. So. I just I just like the the uh, what's we call it the corridor. McMahon, it's so skinny. Commonwealth, they're like football fields. It's hilarious. Yeah, they're huge, which I like. Yeah, they are. They are. And and when I was a smoker, it was very beneficial at the Grey Cup that they had a smoking section in Commonwealth, too. So. Well, you went outside. Yeah. But they had a whole section for the outside penned off with big TV screens and I thought of 150 porta potties. It was very cool. Very cool. So hit nine months yesterday by the way guys. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Why is your what ha- sorry, what what happened? I didn't hear that well. I hit nine months yesterday. Nine months without smoking. Nine months. 
fabulous. Yeah. Do you still get the cravings anymore, or those pretty much gone? I, I I've never had cravings, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. That's um, true. A lot of smokers do. Yeah, no, I I just I stay away from everything that reminds me of it, except with the exception of my wife because she still smokes. But you know what? I think I've made up. I've made it up in my mind, and it's not nothing's going to stop me from staying this way. So, so, but I have had two cigars in that nine months. I don't think that counts. Thing. It's not the same thing. No, it's uh, it's not the same as cigarettes. If, if you have a glass of scotch, you got to have a cigar, okay? Yeah, I I don't have a problem with that. I mean, it's no different than having a, a joint. Right. Well, it might be I've a little bit different, with, but I've never tried that with a glass of scotch. <laughs> the possibilities are endless. Will, come on. Yes, I know. Variety is the spice of life, right? Yep, get at it. Okay, so that was a bit of a bust. This YouTube video yeah. ranks the CFL stadiums not from worst to first, but from biggest, from smallest to biggest. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm sure that there's there's a lot of pl- people that would argue that IFG or what is it? I, IGF. IGF? Winnipeg yeah, Stadium IGF. is bigger. Group IGF is the better stadium. Yeah. And uh, there are 100,000 people that would argue that Mosaic's a better stadium. And, uh, and hey, isn't it, isn't it amazing that the smaller stadiums are the new stadiums? Okay. What does that say about the CFL that these owners are making smaller stadiums because they knew they couldn't fill the bigger stadiums? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> so in my mind, they're just giving up. He's laughing at something. I'm sending it to you only because I have to. I want to know who the idiot was. Not the one that did the painting. What? Somebody painted a tunnel. On a concrete wall underneath the bridge. Someone tried to drive through it. And somebody tried to drive through the tunnel. (laughs) I'd have given money to have a video of that. You got to admit, now you know why I was laughing, Charles. Yep. Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay. I don't know what to do here other than to say goodnight. 
We had eight minutes left in the show. What do you guys want to talk about? I think you didn't get any response from that dude from the uh, players thing or whatever. Not yet. Not yet. I might. It might be past his bedtime. You, you never know. So, uh, Charles, what are you going to do this summer if there's no football there? You got all garbled there. Yeah, he's going like that all night. Yeah, last little while here. What am I going to do if there's no football? Yeah. Hmm. Same thing I did last year when there's no football. Yeah, but you live in the fucking woods, so you don't count. Okay. You carry on with your life. You go and shoot those. I'll go watch soccer. No, I'm just kidding. Um. You guys, I know Richmond, you got any travel plans this summer, Charles, or not? Say that again? Do you have any travel plans? Travel plans? I'm hoping to go up to the Okanagan. I went up there last year. I'm hoping to go up there again. Okay. Always liked the Okanagan ever since I was a kid. Nice. Uh, you can always go to Merritt and hang out at the Burger King with Christopher. The what? The Burger King. See, his his mic's not working well, Charles. It's been like this no, whole night for me. No, it's really garbled. Right. Hey, do we want to talk about do we want to talk about which player we think first comes to mind when we see a team's helmet? No, fuck off. No, no, <laughs> no! Don't worry. I don't want to talk about it either. Well, we see that. Uh, hmm. What? When we see what that. team? What? When you see a team's helmet, what player first comes to mind? We've had so many of those bloody uh, posts in the last two weeks. Oh, is that it? And there have been many oh, yeah. ones duplicated. Like I told Christopher, I'm off all the football websites and Facebook pages, so I don't even bother anymore. I hate oh, okay. I hate dealing with idiots, so I refuse to do it. And we can all talk about who my number one favorite idiot is, but we all know, so we don't have to mention it anymore. <laughs> So today is St. Patrick's Day. Here's another story. Right? Yes, it is St. Patrick's Day. And we, we really should wish all of our good Irish friends out there a very happy yes. St. Patty's Day. And, uh, and, and did you wear your green today? I honestly don't think I own anything green. Neither do I. It's an ugly color. I was actually looking for something and couldn't find anything. And that's writer's colors. I don't want to wear green. I was going to pull Neil Frellin 
and burrow his sperm with the frog suit, but I just didn't get around to it. So. Now, look at our chat, Charles, and please tell me that you wouldn't I like just, to wear something green. Okay. Uh, okay. Green has some redeeming qualities. All, all of that. <laughs> some redeeming. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Is Will still there? I don't know. I, I'm having a lot of trouble understanding what you're saying. Now everything went silent. I think we lost Will. No, he's still there. I don't know. He's still there. I'm not sure. Okay, yeah, I can I can play this. This is the three-minute warning. Well, that was good timing. It was perfect timing, wasn't it? Yep. Well, close to it, anyhow. I thought you were going to play the other one with the uh, CFL's uh, prospective partner. Which one? The one with the CFL's prospective partner, talking about a, a CFL city. But the story is floating around, and if it goes public, he'll have to finish his career in Saskatchewan. Have you ever been to Saskatchewan? No, I haven't. Fucking blow That one? Yeah, that's yes, one. that one. No wonder there's so that's many. No wonder so many Saskatchewan players or people are um, against the XFL merger. Yeah, could Maybe be because Saskatchewan blows. Fucking blows. Yes, they do. Funny thing is, no one disagrees with them. Well, Saskatchewan people do. Well, they probably do, yeah. Some of them. Yep. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, yeah that's much better, better buddy. Why didn't you do that not, at the beginning of the show? Not nearly as garbled. Because I turned my headphones off. There must be something wrong with them. Maybe it's time to get a new pair. I don't know. We'll see. Are they battery powered? Maybe it needs a new battery. Oh, uh, you know what? They might be, uh, they might be, uh, they might, I might uh, not charge them tonight. No, I did charge them. They're a hundred percent. Huh. Who knows? Maybe I don't know. Them. Maybe there's earwax or ear goop in them. Who knows? Hmm. Hard to say. Whatever. Time to buy some new ones, maybe. We shall see. Could be. Okay. Time All to right. time to close off the show. It's it's that time. Uh, this has been the Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 474. I've been your host, Christopher Jones. I ran out of time. There's only 20 seconds left in the show. So say goodnight, Charles. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. Uh, we will talk to you next week. And, and, and we apologize because uh running out of things to talk about. Say good night, Will. Good night, everybody. See you next week. Cheers. <laughs>